Welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. And we are excited about Good Friday. Yes, today is Good Friday. It is Good Friday. Zach, do you, did you ever, like, did you have a family tradition for Good Friday? For Good Friday? No. Really? We, we did nothing on Good Friday. Nothing, nothing uh, at all. Really? <laughs> there was no tradition in our family for Good Friday. No. Yeah. Our, our tradition for Good Friday, uh, for, for me and my dad, Okay. Did have a little bit of a tradition when I got older. Now it was always his tradition, but when I was a kid, um, my dad always went golfing on a Good Friday. Friday. Good Friday was golf day, man. It was a good golf day. Tam Shanner, yeah, was always packed. Really on Good Friday. Oh my goodness, yeah. So today it'll be packed. Um, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know, man. That was a '90s thing. Well, see, here's the thing. You know, I, I think uh, our. Um, Climate has has greatly shifted, and uh, I think I think spring actually happens a lot later. Ah, like you know, I I think our calendar system's jacked up. Ah, I, that's my take. Maybe yeah. that's a hot take. I think it. I think it's the truth. I think it's the truth too, because I think uh, the, I mean it, we're talking about a calendar system that is uh, millennia old. So you think? So you think it has shifted over over time? Well, I, I think our calendar has screwed up things more so than anything. I think things start really like, man, remember when fall used to start and all well yeah, yeah, it probably did. Now it starts a lot later because our calendar So we're, we're blaming it all on the calendar. <clears throat> yeah, I say the, the thing we put up on the wall. I say get rid <laughs> of February. All right. Yeah, yeah, just the whole month of February needs to be gone. I agree. It goes January, March. If you have a birthday in February, Sorry. you get celebrated in January. No, you're, just, or you're March. just out of luck. You just don't have a birthday anymore. No more birthday. <laughs> no more birthday. All right. Yeah. That's my take on it. Okay. Because I think we have too many days and it's all messed up. And they're like, we'll just take out one day. We'll, we'll add an extra day to February every four years and that will account for all the time. No. It didn't work. No, it doesn't work. I think we need a new calendar system that works and base it on the metric system. <laughs> That's your hot take? That's a that, hot take. That might be the worst take I've ever heard in my you're, life. No, you're, you don't even have a take. Well, I have a take. What's but your take? My, my take is you don't. your take is terrible. That's my take. That's not a take <laughs> that on take. the thing that's the problem. The no. calendar is the problem, No, it's not the calendar. Yes, it, it is. It has to do with the calendar. It's like, See, why ca- is it snowing in May? Well, because May is actually March. Here's the deal. The calendar is based on the earth like the earth and, and the, the seasonal oh yeah so yeah. like the longest day of the year let's let's thank magellan it's, a, it's not magellan i don't care who it was are you gelling I'm, am i gelling with magellan <laughs> well so the longest day of the year is going to be june 21st every year because that's the most amount of daylight right? we're just hoping for the best <laughs> it's like yeah it's the longest day you just convince yourself that oh get yourself a stopwatch well that that could be something that's calculated Oh, can it, Zach? Yeah. What, yeah. you like a math guy now? No, no I, it's just called counting. You know what we need? What? The clock needs to be metric, too. <laughs> so it just goes in increments of 10? It's increments of 10. <laughs> it's at 10 o'clock. That's it. That's it for the day? That's the end of the day. <laughs> 100 minutes, 10 <laughs> an hour, 10 hours a day. <laughs> That's it. This is our worst conversation. This is not. This is an amazing conversation no, that I think people are really like. These guys are really getting to the bottom of the Earth's problems. Yeah, because well, everybody's like, "Oh, the snow caps are melting." 
it's, and polar it's, bears it's, are just floating out in the water. It's because of the calendar that's on my wall. It's it the calendar. It's, yeah. it's all calendar based. <laughs> it's not getting hotter. It's not getting colder. The calendar's messed up. Yeah, just take a month out. Just rip it off. If everybody would rip February out of the calendars, everything would Get be fixed. rid of February. Don't yes. even celebrate it. Yeah. It's so next by year, February. Next year, we're going to go January 31st and then March, March 1st. 1st. Yeah. Right into March. Yeah, exactly. Well, my birthday will come faster. We don't, we don't need Groundhog Day. Yeah, Groundhog Day is unnecessary. Valentine's, Valentine's Day is the worst. It's made up. <laughs> it's, it's a Hallmark holiday. Yes. All right? That's all it is. And if you're like, well, it's a nice day. So sweetest day. All right, for that matter. All right. Sweetest I, day is not a holiday. That, that's a fake holiday yeah. made up by Hallmark as well. Yeah. They're all made up, Zach. They're all made up. Tell me one good thing about February except for the Super Bowl. Uh, Nothing. And guess what? Super Bowl could be in March. It, yeah, sure. My birthday month oh, that's... is Super Bowl month also. <laughs> That's what you need. We, Zach, we just brought, we just we solved, solved all the world's problems. We just solved one of the greatest problems known to mankind. Right. This is great. Which is the fact that February is unnecessary. Yes. And like half people can't even pronounce February correctly anyway. Yeah, there's that silent it's R. It's February. Yeah. Why is there a silent R? It's not silent. You're supposed to pronounce it. Eh. I don't know. Yeah, use a little bit of enunciation. Eh. You know, Zach, I found out something. Today, ah, I was oh. doing a little research, a little ah. boopity boop boop research. <laughs> Is that the research? That's sound? the sound. Boopity boop boop. Yeah, I turned on the, I turned on the the radar. <laughs> that, or, that goes off in your brain. You have like it, a button on yeah. your wrist. <laughs> yeah. You hit the button, and all of a sudden you're. Boop, 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 boop. Whenever I think about something, my brain just starts going boopity boop boop, and that's it. Like I like nothing else works. All other functions fail. <laughs> but my but in, your brain radar. my input ah, starts working. I watched a video today. Okay. Okay. What the 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 word that has always drove me insane is wash. When people add an R, W A S H, like you wash your clothes. When you wash yes. your clothes, so that like my grand my grandma would always say wash. Yes. Yeah. And you know what, Zach? What? There's a reason. I uh, found out the reason why. There's not a good reason. There is a good reason. Okay. Do do you not do do you know what the reason is? Because you said there's not a good reason, then you must know a reason. I I, I know no reason. Then I, why would you say there's not a good reason? Because it's just the way they pronounce things. You're being irreasonable. <laughs> Unreasonable. It's er. <laughs> it's, Ir- irreasonable. It's irreasonable. <laughs> You're an irreasonable. <laughs> Sometimes. Very. So anyway. Yeah. Warsh comes from... Washington? No, it comes from Scotch-Irish. The word warsh is... It's an actual word. Really? But it has nothing to do with cleaning. It actually ah. has to do with um, things that are immaculate, that have been cleaned. Ah. So, it just became part of... The vernacular. The, the vernacular, yeah. Hmm. From from immigrants. It's interesting. My, my parents are scotch Irish. Not my parents, my grandparents. My grandpa McFarland. Definitely a Scottish. That's Scotch name. Irish? Yeah, and my grandpa. I was, thought that was, was Polish. So no, not Polish at all. I not, thought he was like me, Mick. a Mick. No, not that kind of Mick. Yeah. Mick Farland M Little C. Yeah. Big you F. know you know how often I get asked if I'm Irish? Really? The Mikulski? Mikulski is not it's, Mick. It's, it's not M Little C. Big C. It's Michael's son. It's Michael's son. Yeah. Yes. It's it's M I K U L. S-K-I. Yeah. Ski. It's the ski on the end makes ski it. Ski in Polish means son of. Yeah. And we've talked about this. 
I actually, I, so my brother recently did a 23 and me thing. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Is that when you go and like try to figure out what, what your heritage yeah, is? Yeah, what your heritage yeah. is. And it was, it was almost embarrassing. It was like almost all Polish. Well, no, no, it was not all. No. Okay. So like I am, I am, it's like, it was like 45% of who I am is Eastern European. Okay. Which would include yeah. Poland and all that kind of stuff. But I, I mean, you look at me and that's like, that dude's Eastern European. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. Just look at that guy's face. Yeah. He's some kind of Eastern European. All right. So 45% of that. And then 25% Italian, ah. which was like, we're like, okay, we are legitimately Italian. Here's the interesting part. Yeah. And I'm all, like, it, it, why I find this so interesting is a little bit of backstory. And then we got to get back to Good Friday time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how we got here. <laughs> the calendar led to a lot about of the calendar. Listen, calendars anger me. <laughs> I can tell. Throw them away. <laughs> you Throw them away. Who cares what day it is? It's a billion dollar industry that's built on lies. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I found out because, okay. So, my grandmother uh, always said that she was English uh-huh. and she was of English royalty. That's true. Yes. I remember that conversation. You remember this conversation? It was que- what was her first name? Her name? Yeah. Your grandma's name. Uh, Shirley. Queen Shirley. Queen, uh, it was like probably princess. Princess Shirley. Or duchess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it all works. I don't think she was like of the king and queen. Ah, she but was... she was more than likely a duchess. Ah, okay. You know, in her brain. Yeah, like the, aren't the duchesses of like some random place? She was the duchess of Wheatland. <laughs> That's an actually a pretty cool name. Duchess of Wheatland? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> duchess of Wheatland Tube. That was, that's that, less cool. That's less cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so my grandmother thought she was of royal lineage. Yeah. Um, we have no, we're not English at all. Zero English. We're not English at all. <laughs> I don't know where she got that from. Uh, <laughs> we're not even, like her parents aren't even apparently English. Yeah. There's no English. Yeah. In us at all. We're actually more Norwegian. Ah. Interesting. Uh, which was I, I I found interesting. So my brother did one of those twenty three and me's. Yeah. In. Uh, it was the same. I don't remember like this the breakdown. Yeah. But what what caught me was we are a percentage African. Really? Yeah. And I thought, how's that possible? I, I, I had no no idea of that's the, interesting that we had any African descent in us. But there was so like, it was just like general African. Yeah. It said like like you know broadly African, and then there was like four percent African. Interesting. I'm like uh, that's very interesting. Yeah, no idea. I would okay. So uh, well, here's another thing because we've talked about this before. Is yeah. that I'm, I'm Jewish. Yeah. All right. Do you have any of that in there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was in there. 1.5%. There you go. 1.5% Ashkenazi Jew. But um, but like I said, my great-grandmother was a Jewish woman. Um, but like the actual lineage of that like bloodline hmm. was like 1.5%. But the culture was still there. Yeah. You know, for – Four generations ago, or whatever that is, four or five generations ago. So I, I thought it was pretty interesting, but a lot of it was. Uh, uh, the other thing I found out is, I'm German, ah, and French. Oh, yeah, there you go. You have everything. I have a little bit. Of, I'm I'm just European. Yeah, I'm all around European. Nothing wrong with that. A little bit of Jewish. Nothing wrong with That's that. That's it. Great. It's everything we thought for sure, except for the English part, which was the best part because <laughs> my grandma, <laughs> who was not an easy woman. Yeah. Um, was bent on yeah. the fact that she was English royalty. That she was English royalty, and we're not even English yeah. a little bit. Nice. All right. Anyway, Good Friday, Zach. Yes. Back Traditions. To that. Golfing was always my thing. 
with my dad. Nothing like celebrating Christ's sacrifice for us by going golfing. Listen, if he didn't sacrifice himself for us, I couldn't go hit the links with my pops. You could, but you couldn't get to heaven. Wow, Zach. (laughs) I think that's another calendar (laughs) issue. (laughs) What you're talking about right now is a calendar issue. That's a deep-rooted calendar issue. I think guys go golfing that weekend because the Masters is usually going yes, on. Yes. And it's like, what? Well, the Masters. So that, that's something we need to talk about. What? The Masters. Please I, don't. I, Zach, I, we, get, we lose people on football talk, which is like the most loved sport in our country. Well, I'm not talking golf. Okay, I'm talking about the, the idea of, of that Masters, Masters tradition. Okay, go ahead. You know what I love about what? that? What do you love about I Augusta? I love the flowers. I love the green grass. And I love how soft. Yeah, read me a poem. <laughs> how soft they talk, like on the broadcast. That's yeah. the only time on any. We sort should of, do a like, whole podcast, national broadcast, where they start talking. And those, as soon as it comes on, it's like little piano. Hey, I'm Jim Nance. Yeah, so they start whispering. I'm like, are they right there? Why do Why do they do that? I don't know. Why must you whisper when? Because I think they're like, comes on. It's time for the green. Yeah, like every other sporting event, even like other like golfing events, it's not like that. Like that, they talk in normal voices. They would probably get better ratings if they had people that actually sounded excited about the sport <laughs> yeah. that they're watching instead like, of these guys that are like, and uh, <laughs> yes, it's like it's like everybody at home that's watching golf is, is already asleep. asleep anyway. Yes, it's my grandpa. On, so I go to my grandpa's house. He's got the golf on. It yeah. Basically, it's just like you know, like a sleeping aid. Yeah, yeah. So golf, golf is. Uh, I've I've heard that televised golf is almost the sound as white noise. It's yeah. the same sound as white noise in most people's brains. Yeah. The only th- the only thing you hear is you hear Jim Nance like whispering, and you hear my grandpa snoring. Here like, comes th- tiger. like that's <laughs> tigers on the 18th. He's and he puts it. And oh, oh man, he just inches off. It. I'm sure he's very disappointed. What What do you think, Phil? <laughs> Oh, I think. Uh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> That's what that guy should sound like. And everybody in the Masters wears white. They wear like white jumpsuits. What? But, yeah, like the caddies. Oh, the caddies. The caddies <laughs> wear white <laughs> jumpsuits. It's not a sanitarium. <laughs> it kind of is. It kind of. It feels like it. After yeah. So like you see like the normal golfer guy. He's got his like golf outfit no. on, and then his cat. You look over at his caddy, and he's he's like looks like he's got a hazmat suit. You, on. you know what my second favorite game though was on the PS uh, PS2? What? Tiger Woods. Golf. The PGA Tour, yeah, yeah. I, I played that constantly. <laughs> it was it was Madden and then Tiger Woods. Those yeah. are the two games I played more than anything else on the PS2. Nice. I loved playing golf. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but you know what that, that the issue with the golf is what the calendar. <laughs> That's true. There's a calendar issue. Well, I think what we should do is we should we should uh, make a new calendar around golf, like golf season. Basically, whenever yeah. it's nice enough that you can golf, let's we'll start that as January. You know, you and then we'll run through like I don't know July and then be done. Sports that have ridiculously long calendar seasons, like golf, is probably one of them. I, oh, I, sure. Aren't they all year round, pretty much? I think it's just whenever it's nice enough to golf. <clears throat> it's just like we never end. Yeah, you know what's really annoying is NASCAR. Yeah, yes. Starts in February, ends in November. Yeah, that's a really long time. That's way too long for like the calendar for NASCAR is terrible. It's a terrible calendar. Yeah. And listen. We talk about having like issues with like you know, I almost said plutonium, but petroleum is the actual plutonium. <laughs> they got plutonium. No, no, NASCAR run on plutonium. <laughs> how they turn awesome, it on and how awesome would like, it be? Shoots up into the air. It's just a it just guy blows that, up. A guy that looks like Doc Brown comes out and he's like Marty. 
<laughs> we gotta load up your car. And it's yeah. Yeah, that, that that would make NASCAR more. That fun. would be so much more fun. You know, it's not fun watching what? guys make left turns for four hours. Yeah, it's not fun. They also wear the same kind of jumpsuits that the caddies wear. You think there's something there? <laughs> I think there is. You know why they do it? Uh, yeah, so they don't catch on fire. No, it's calendar issue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always after May in NASCAR. Yeah, it, look it up. That that they get. Yeah, they wear those jumpsuits, and it's got to be 100 degrees in that car, if not yeah. more. Yeah, it's a, it's a flame retardant. Yeah. So anyway, so, do you have any good things going on, like your family doing anything interesting? Oh, uh, what are we doing? We we, we are uh, – no, we're not doing anything. You finally get your power back? Oh, that was a story. The Cyruses have been without power for a month, it feels like. We won the award for who could, who could act Amish the longest. Yeah, for we real. We won. For real, you it, guys. It was have... over three days, so yeah. No, but wasn't it twice? Yeah, it's been a rough couple weeks. I'm sick. If you can't tell, I've got kind of a grovelly voice here. It's not. Just... I can tell you're sick just by the way you say things. Yeah, I know because it's not coming out. I meant normally. sick in the head. Well, but <laughs> yeah, you. Uh... <laughs> so two weeks ago, it was we've had two Saturday storms in a row. Yeah, last week. Or two weeks ago, it was a Saturday storm. It's bad. We knocked out power for a little bit. Ours came back on within a day, but we lost internet. Yeah. And our internet didn't come on for five days. And so for, for our job, for both of my jobs, I, I rely on the internet to do all my work. Yes. And uh, I was at, without it. So it came back on on a Thursday afternoon. And then Saturday, we got another storm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> knocked out the electricity. That's the sound of electricity being knocked out. Yeah. You didn't know. Knocked out the electricity, and it uh, left Saturday at 1 p.m. We need a soundboard, because uh, I, I think us making our own sound effects is much better than a soundboard. Yeah, and it didn't come back on till Tuesday, like, late afternoon. Hmm. So, it does, like, Saturday, Tuesday doesn't seem that long. It's a long time when you can't flush your toilet, you can't take a shower, you can't use any water. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's kind of rough, roughing it. These Amish, I'm impressed by, by them. We don't have, like, an outhouse to go out to. Yeah. We have to come to Steve's house, which yeah. didn't happen either. Yeah, yeah. you guys definitely didn't take us up on our offer. <laughs> said, you guys were like, we'd rather dig a hole in our backyard than come to your house. <laughs> that was your exact sentence that you said to me. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I thought that, but didn't say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so it, it was rough. Yeah. So it came back on Tuesday. And then I got sick. Oh, so. gosh. Yeah. I, 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 and then you blame me for getting sick, even though I was sick like three weeks yeah. ago. It was your fault. So it laid dormant within you. It's true. My, I have this amazing immune uh, like system. It was yeah. fighting it off for two weeks. And then I, I finally gave in. Once the power went out, yeah. I just lost all hope. Hey, you are rarely sick. Yeah. I just gave up. I'm, My body was like, yeah, I'm just giving up. I get aggressively ill usually once a year. Like, yeah. I, like my body has to like fight off everything all at once. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you'll be good for another 11 months. Like, I'm going on vacation. Yeah. Like, yeah, my immune system goes on vacation for a month. They take holiday. Yeah, it that, does. That's the, it's the uh, calendar issue. That, it is a system. calendar issue. They celebrate February. <laughs> that's true. That's why another reason why I want to get rid of yeah. February. Yeah. Every Our, February, I immune, get sick. Yeah, my immune system goes on holiday. For Every a month. February. Yeah. So if, I, if we just, like, rip that right out of the calendar, we're good to go. I'm saying, dude, we got to get rid of February. Yeah. It is April. What if we just pretend like February never existed? Mm. Almost like the state of Wyoming. (laughs) Wyoming's a good state. It doesn't exist. It's got Yellowstone. You know what? 
like Iowa. I, I think I think Wyoming's really just an extension of the Dakotas. <laughs> it's not. It is. It's not. But it is though. <laughs> you ever have you, have you ever met somebody from Wyoming? Uh, no, because it doesn't exist. That's true. That's what I'm trying you to get. Some from Iowa. A potato. Potatoes are from Idaho. Oh, those aren't the same thing. <laughs> See, my point was just made. You know what that? You know, you know why that's an issue? Why? Because the calendar, Zach. <laughs> All right, I think that's potatoes. A good thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm say, I, 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 I take issue with this. You, I get a little bit stupid, and then you're like, "Let's cut." <laughs> this is a, you're, you're the one that admitted. Because Zach and I have been going through the archives. Yeah, we got a little nostalgic. We did. Episode twenty four is a. Is a knee knocker. <laughs> knee knocker means you're afraid. No, like you knee, knee slapper. slapper. That's a knee slapper. Is, a knee slapper is something funny. Knee knocker is when you're scared. Uh, I'm scared. Yeah, of, you're sick. I we know. Sick. We get it. We get it. I'm but sorry. okay, some of our best work, Zach. Yeah, has been when we have just gone full stupid. Yeah. Which is pretty easy for us, truthfully. Yeah, it's we have to. It have comes a, naturally. We have it, to have a script, or else we go straight stupid. We've. We have yet to have a script for this show. Yeah. And well, we, we, have a, we, we have an idea. We usually have a, a vague idea. <laughs> yeah, not, not much of it. It's like, idea. hey, do you know what we're going to talk about? I mean, we know the second half of yeah. the podcast. We always know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. First half is usually just, hey, whatever, stupidity. And you know what I was really happy to hear? What? People that appreciate the first half of the yeah. podcast. That, that, that made my day. Yeah, I had somebody come happy. up to me, and they're like, I don't know why you always say, hey, if you want to skip forward. <laughs> They're like, I love listening to you guys just go on and on about goofy stuff in your lives and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I'm like, Thank you That's very great. much. Zach, you know what? We we did hit a milestone before we get too far into this. Zach, we hit 2,000 downloads. That's a lot of downloads. 2,000 downloads. That's just downloads. That's not streams. That's downloads on the podcast. We started last June. We just hit 2,000. And before we go into the second half, we just want to say thank you to everybody that listens yeah. to this. We we love doing this. Um, we love like talking uh, to people that like this blesses. I, we know a lot of it's just goofiness, yeah. And it's just us having a little bit of fun. But we're glad that you know it gives people something positive to listen to yeah. during the week. And uh, you know, even like our kids enjoy listening to this, and it's 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 really nice that um, there's not a whole lot of podcasts out there that are just clean fun. Yeah, right, right. And actually give you something to to contemplate and think about too. Um, and, uh, we're glad we get to be part of your, your, just your time listening to podcasts during the week. Yeah. Yeah. We put we, it on your calendar. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Don't put it on the calendar. <laughs> put it in your reminders. There, there we go. Just yeah. general reminders. Yeah. Once, once we have the remind, once Siri can remind us of things, the calendars are not needed anymore. It's already irrelevant. We don't need, we don't need a calendar. Yeah. That's it. That's well, it. We should just go back to. Basing everything off of the sun's position in the sky. Well, I think that's where calendars came from. Steve. Hey, Zach, I don't appreciate your condescension. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in a minute. All right. Welcome back to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. We are talking about. We have never come back from the break. <laughs> well, there's always time to do something new, Steve. <laughs> We're old dogs, and we can learn new tricks. 
for old dogs. Yeah, I'm an old dog. Okay. I, I feel like an old. I feel like a dog today. <laughs> yeah. um, I can tell you're not feeling good, buddy. I kind yeah. of feel bad. That's but, all right. We're uh, we're, we're going to push on through because that's what we do. Break on we through. We are here to the other side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've got. I, I got music on. You the do brain. have. You, uh, you have I this have like new... classic. I have classic rock on the brain. Yeah, right that's now. not a bad thing. No, it's not. No, I... but we're going to push on through because we love you, the listener. Yes. And we we imagine that. You want to listen to us if if you have us on your calendar, please. So, don't, please don't put us on your calendar. But anyway, just let it, let the reminders come we're, up. We're going to be talking today about some content, and actually, we're going to be talking about being content. Do you like that dad joke, Stephen? I, I wish you uh, would have said it a little bit more polished. <laughs> I've got so, so much medicine running through my brain right now, Steve. The only thing polished is... Uh, we got some content. Yeah. And then you sleep... I don't know if you know this. You fell asleep for 45 minutes. <laughs> Did I? And then, then you woke I, up then and I then woke you up said, and said that. I'm well, being content. It, that's that's called a pregnant pause, Stephen. It's a pause that, that, that leaves you... Zach, Zach paused for 45 minutes. I paused for nine months. Well, he prayed. He prayed. He prayed for... <laughs> minutes his eyes were closed anyway yeah no so there's been something that's been on my heart um for the past few weeks uh it was just something god hit hit me with because this is this is an issue that i've i've really been dealing with and i think it's it's at the heart of a lot of the problems that i uh deal with as an individual is this idea of contentment yeah um and I don't. I, I, to be honest, I I couldn't tell you exactly outside of Holy Spirit's intervention, which Zach and I have like just been. We talk about that a lot, just in general conversation, like just how we witness the Holy Spirit working yeah. in our lives and through our lives. Like we were talking um, a few weeks ago about a conversation we were having, and I, I said something about oh, because something got brought up along the lines of how how do we know that Jesus didn't sin. Uh, as you know, because like so much of his you know adolescence is not written about. That was someone who asked you that question. That question was asked yes. to me. Yes, right, that was right. not something that we were pondering. Correct. No, uh, thank you for clarifying that. But that question was asked to me, and I'm like, well, I mean, why, why else would um, the devil need to tempt Jesus with? these massive things if Jesus had already sinned right. in his adolescence. Like, that would be pointless. And that that thought just popped into my brain Correct. during this conversation. I wasn't overly prepared, and I was like, Zach, it could only be the Holy Spirit's intervention. Right, Because, right. I mean, that was not something that I – I'm not that smart. You right. guys listen to the first half of this podcast. Like, that's the Holy <laughs> Spirit working in and through us uh, and reminding us of the Word of God. The very thing not the first half. That wasn't the Holy Spirit working through us. That was No, that was uh, that was general stupidity. Yeah. And, and it's and, the guy that, that cold medicine. His name is his name is General Stupidity <laughs> and he helps us with the first half of the podcast. Yes. Second half is all Holy Spirit yeah. led we we pray. That yes. it is. Yeah. Um but, but that's one of the functions of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, is to bring to mind the things that we study. Like yeah. it's to make God's worth come, to, God's word come to life. And that's why we tell. Us. That's why we tell people all the time. Like you might not think what you're absorbing is actually being absorbed, but it is. Like the Holy Spirit's helping you retain it, so it can be used correct in those situations. And this is the only reason I backtrack like that is because the Holy Spirit did something else. Um, that I I, w- I was made aware of just by how it came up because it hit, hit me like a ton of bricks. Because I talk about this verse all the time, and we could talk about it a, a little bit 
before we actually get into the, the passage as a whole. Is it Romans 12? It's not Romans 12, believe okay. it or not. The, the, uh, Romans 12 is not the only passage that I talk about. All right. I, I, I know that, but... <laughs> it's like 95%. Yeah, yeah. 95% of my, my messages are built around Romans 12, because, I mean, really, yeah. Christian living is all built around that that very idea. Um Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, you didn't say anything. I thought you were like waiting for me to fail. Um, no, I, was, I was just asleep. Yeah. Zach, Zach fell asleep again. So we're just going to move forward. Welcome to Steve has a podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, but this verse, it's Philippians chapter four, verse 13, which is. Oh, a, that's Tim Tebow's verse. It's everybody's. <laughs> every, I call it. I call it's it the, the, the eye black verse. The what? The eye black? Like the. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. On. They have they have it on there. Like, yeah. On. Yeah. Okay, okay, I, I, I was missing what you're referring to because yeah. I'm not, you know, obviously an athlete. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, about as athletic as a ball rolling down a hill. <laughs> and you're the hill. It's moving. <laughs> and you're it's the moving, hill. but it's not because I want to. Yeah. That's because it just, just so happens to be. All right. But Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, I could do all things through him who gives me strength. Or in some versions, through Christ who strengthens me, all that kind of stuff. And it, that means you can win the Super Bowl. It mean, it, I call it the Super Bowl verse because it's the most <laughs> misused. It's like, you know, you go up to the MVP who might be a, a Christian and it's like, yeah. uh, tell us how you won the game. Well, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which is a, a beautiful thought. Yeah. But I will present this Counter thought. I don't think God cares about the outcome of games. He cares about the health and safety of the players. He cares about the people. Yeah. But if God cared about the outcome of games, the Steelers would have won. I know. God is a Steelers 58, fan. Yeah. God, it, 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 they, that's, they, that's a fact. It's a, it is a fact <laughs> that God is a Steelers fan. <laughs> I mean, you could see God's working in it because the Browns – and the, Cincinnati, the Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals have no Super Bowls. <laughs> and the Steelers have six. Yeah. So God is a Steelers fan. Uh, all right. That's a joke. That's a joke. Folks, that's don't write us on yeah. that one. But we do feel that way deep down in our hearts. Uh, but anyway, but it is, it's always misused because it's, it's used as this idea that as long as I have enough faith in Jesus, then my wildest dreams are going to come true because he gives me the strength to be able to do whatever I want to do. And that is not at all what Paul's talking about here in Philippians. Um, and honestly, this is what gave, it gave me a lot of peace. Uh, because when you get into the actual heart of what this passage is about, which I'm going to read here, uh, it's, it's so much more about not achieving our dreams. It's about being okay with how things are. Yes. Um, it says this. Thanks. It, it's entirely. I'm in the NIV version um, for Zach's benefit. Hey, thanks. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> Zach's preferred translation. Yeah. It says, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. This is Paul talking to the audience in Philippi. Indeed. Ephesus. Y- oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cold medicine. Cold medicine. Cold We're pie. in the book of Philippians. <laughs> Hey, why don't you? Hey, Zach, look, look at that thing on the wall. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Just look at that for a little bit. Okay. I rejoice greatly in the Lord. At last, you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content. 
I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. I yes. love that. Yeah. I love that. What 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 is Paul talking about? He's... I could be content in all circumstances of life. Because Jesus gives me the strength to do that. Yeah. And so like a little, a little just snippet of that would be, we haven't had power for four days. Yep. And so in a dark moment, literally figuratively, um, God, Christ gives me strength to make it through the difficult times. Exactly. And not that being without power is a difficult time. It's, I mean, it's. But it presents its own challenges because right, right. you just, do you do have to figure things out. You have to figure out, okay, how am I going to get a shower? How am I going to get my kids a shower? How am I going to cook dinner? How am I going to do this? But there is a matter of contentment and also getting to watch God provide for you because you even shared with me. You're like, yeah, a friend of ours gave us a generator to use. Yeah. And then they took us out to dinner and just cared for us, which is like – yeah. I mean, that's what the family of, of Christ is supposed to do for one right, another. Right, we're right. supposed to be there for one another. I was mad at you because you didn't even say anything to me. Yeah. I didn't know you guys were still without power. Um, that's because I couldn't text because I had no power. Yeah. No internet. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, you're out in the dead zone where yeah. you're at. Yeah. Like, I, I should have drove past just to make sure you guys were okay. Yeah. We had a big white flag out and like smoke signals. It was Mayday. Yeah. Mayday signal. But, but the idea of contentment. Um, eludes us a lot of times because we're so fixated on what we want and what w- the goals that we set. And th- this was a big problem for me. Um, and I think with most people. Oh, for sure. But but for I- I'll speak to myself specifically. And this is not a, this is this is the exact opposite of a brag. This is a confession. Uh-huh. I I set lofty goals for myself uh, at life goals. Like you know, like people have their five year plan, their ten year plan, whatever the case might be. Well, I'm a pusher, and I, I'm I want to achieve goals, and I I work hard, and I have you know I'm driven to achieve, and this goes back years where I was struggling um, because I felt like I was getting nowhere. Yeah, I was you know I was pushing hard, and let's just talk about for the example of the teen ministry. Sure. Over the course of of eight years. Yeah. So let's let's say starting with year one up to year seven. Or eight, like right before COVID. Yep. Um, you know, through our team ministry, I was I was driven to grow it. Yeah. Not just internally, but externally as well. I I had my my former boss um, wanted to see it grow too, and I I agreed with him. We did need to like get people kids back into the team ministry. Um, so I was I was driven to do that, and so part of that was events. And so my goal was to create events that were, you know, with and not just me by myself. I'm not, I will never take solo credit for anything that we do because I have a team of people around me that are fantastic. Um, but from, from day one, it was like, okay, well, mission trips are going to be a big thing. And we, we grew a relationship with people in Canada. We're going back. We're going to continue to grow that, right? Um, then we were doing events here at the church called the summit where we would bring youth groups together and we would grow together and build together and learn together. Like, and so we were building off of that. And then we started this thing called the mix. That was a retreat with other youth groups and that was growing. That was getting bigger. And like, it was all these exciting things to the point where like, you know, me and my, my youth pastor buddy, um, were talking about like, how could we actually maybe incorporate this? 
Like, how can we make this into a thing in and of itself? Um, you know, and that was our lofty goal. It was like, drive, drive, push, hustle. Let's make this all happen. And the point to the point where I'm like, okay, but why isn't any of this stuff like just panning out the way that I want it to? Well, it's because I was missing the whole point of what I was called to do. And it took me a long time to realize that. Yeah, it took me into my late 30s now to realize what God has me doing. And I'm I'm more content now than I ever was before with my senior high circling up in the back of the room, you know, 10 of us in a service circling up and digging into our word and uh, in, not into our word, but the word um, and seeing how it applies to our lives mm. and just having a real conversation about life in Christ. And mm. it's because I was not content. I was never content. I was just pushing, which caused me a lot of anxiety. And Zach can attest to that. My wife can attest to the amount of anxiety and um, other issues that I had, like even just being depressed and just feeling like, what am I even doing with my life? To last year where I was like, I bottomed out. I bottomed out hard because I, I think I was harboring a lot of this still uh, yeah. where I was um, – you know, struggling with a lot of anxiety still that I wasn't aware of. I thought I had gotten a lot better. Um, but then, you know, uh, a culmination of multiple events happened um, where I, I don't want to get into the details of it, but just like things that were I felt thought were rock solid were really not. And it all fell apart. And I was like, God, what are you doing? I, and uh, I took time off. And we talked about that at length last year. Uh, but it's taken me almost an entire year to really even get to the bottom of that. Like, okay, what was the whole point of taking the time off? Well, it was, it's this. It's like I have to find contentment in what God's doing with me right now rather than what I'm aspiring to do and just hoping that God follows along. Yeah, That's the messed up part. And that's the, that's the thing that a lot of us, I think, struggle with is that we think that if we do something in God's name or think that something we're going to just do good, something good for ourselves, that the will of God is just going to follow us along. And that's not how God's will works. Yeah. It's we align ourselves with God's will. Yeah. And we're content with the outcome, no matter what it is, because it's going to be better for us than anything that we try to do for ourselves. And that's not to say like, don't aspire for your hopes and dreams. Yeah. But pray that those things that you aspire to or that you desire to do align with the will of God. Because if you're going against his will and you're not listening to him and just being where he needs you to be at that time, yeah, then you're going to be miserable. Yeah. You know, you know what it reminds me of? What's that, Zach? Silly little analogy. Go, the, please. The EAC. Have you ever e seen uh, Finding Nemo? Oh. The, the East Australian, Australian current. current. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like just struggling through the dark trying to figure out where Nemo is. Uh-huh. And then they – and then they see this like like stream uh, going through the water. It's of course turtles, by There's the way. There's turtles up in there, yeah. So they go turtles there and they, save the day. And always. It's like a stream of water that's heading a certain direction. Now they were swimming the other way and not yeah. getting anywhere. And then they found out, oh, this is the the, the way that, you know, is going to take us there. Yep. And they got on it. When they got on it, it was like a you know, like they were just having fun. They're like flying through the water, riding on the backs of turtles, right? Yep. So when you align yourself with God's will, it's kinda like that a little bit. Yeah. Like you know, you've got a direction on where you you think you want to go, but maybe you need to open up a little bit and see exactly where God's 
what God has given me, the gifts where God has direction for me. Mm-hmm. And when you align yourself with that, that's when you take off and, and begin to, you know, accomplish great things. Yeah, life actually flows. It doesn't mean. And let's let's be clear about what accomplishments are. Yeah, accomplishments don't mean that we're going to get a pat on the back. Accomplishments means that we're doing the very will of God and allowing our validation to come from him and not from earthly means. Yeah. Like that's that's the greater good is doing what God has called us to. Cuz sometimes God's going to call us to monotony. Yeah. Which is not fun. Yeah. It's not fun at all. Um and I was I I I used the example with the teens before, the, you know, when I was working at a job that I, I didn't enjoy when I was working at Wheatland Tube years ago. Um, it's not that I, I hated the place. It was providing money for my wife uh, and I to have our first house. And I, I made good, uh, you know, I made a very solid bond with my boss, who is still a guy that reaches out to me just every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't content there because I was so, at that point, I, I wanted to do what I felt I was going to do, which I was, I was in seminary. I was getting ready to serve God. I felt like I was going to go into ministry. I knew that's the direction I was going. I felt a peace about it, but it wasn't happening fast enough. Yeah. And the thing that I struggled with was the guys that I worked with a lot of times out in the mill because they weren't friendly. They were, they were rougher around the edges, but God was calling me to something that I wasn't even aware of, which was the fact that, Hey, if you can't serve my people here, yeah. And care for my people here. What makes you think that going into a church is going to be any easier? It's not going to be sunshine and roses over there. I need you to feed my sheep here. Yeah. Um, I missed out on that in a lot of ways. And that wasn't a lesson I learned until years later. Um, so, I mean, this was part of God's plan, it, it, me being here, because just how everything felt, you know, together. Like, it just so happened that uh, the position became available but I learned the lesson a lot later, and I look back at that with a little bit of regret because it's like I could have done so much more and actually had so much less work. And can, can I read one more thing? Oh, before yeah. we, Because here's the deal with, uh, with Philippians chapter 4. It yeah. is chock full of wonderful advice that all flows together because we break everything up into verses. Yeah. But Paul's talking about something before – he talks about the idea of contentment, which is we reread in um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. So as Paul's writing this, and every time he comes up with a sentence, he writes down a little number, right? We talked about that in one of our podcasts. <laughs> That's like, not at all how one, one, one of the old podcasts, you're <laughs> we talking about that, like, verse 1. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Period. Verse two. Yes, that's not, that's not how, how it works. works. It was one flowing thought. Yes. And it so, was a letter. Yeah. It's almost better to have a bot. It's nice to have reference. Yeah. But w- modern modern thought yeah. kind of screws up the whole thing because we pick apart verses and use verses and they were never meant to be used that way. No. It's no. like, hey. Paul, Paul's you- like, all right, new chapter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's not, not it. It's not it. it it's like, like, It'd be like pulling out a line from the Lord of the Rings and being like, you remember how they won in, in you know, the fellowship of the ring and it was all over? Well, if yeah. you read this one ver- this one line, yeah. it makes it seem like it's all over. But yeah. there's two more books after yeah. it. And that's a book that, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter. This is a book that matters to our lives, the, the Word of God. Um, and so when we take things out of context, it really messes things up. Um, but it says this, verses... Uh, I'll start in verse four of chapter four. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. 
So we should constantly be rejoicing. Why? Because let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus our Lord. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things, whatever you have learned or received or have heard from me or seen in me, put that into practice and the God of peace will be with you, making you what? Content. Yeah. If, when we find contentment, we will have less anxiety because we're not going to be worried about what's coming next. He's saying in your moment, where you're at right now, yeah. whatever, whatever ill thought you're harboring, whatever struggle you're going through. Yeah. Don't focus on that. Focus on the good that's happening around you. Focus on what God is doing in you and through you. Focus on the fact that God has something he's, he wants you to do even today is to care for somebody else and get your mind off of yourself. Think of him and think of others and you'll be content. Yeah. So sometimes we have to go through the hard stuff or we have to go through the crummy stuff, not because um, it's, it's necessarily that's the part that's best for us. It's everything in between. It's the details in between that God wants to focus on. Sometimes we just have to put up with a crappy job. It's not fun at all, but it's sometimes what God needs us to do so we can do the, th the thing that he actually needs us to do. Is he's putting us around people to care for people that he needs us to care for. He's putting us around people that we need to bless in some way. And like, then we just wait for him to, to do the rest. And, and the thing is, like, we might not get to where we want to be, but we'll definitely get to where we need to be because we find, if, when we find contentment. And that's why you find these guys that can wake up with a smile on their face every day and just do the, the thing that they do because it's providing for them, for their family, and then allows them to still bless God and be joyful in their hearts. And that's the thing I, I missed out on for a long, long time. I'm confessing. And that's something I'm still working on to this very day is finding contentment in sometimes the monotony of everyday life. Yeah. It's never going to be perfect and it's never going to be easy. That's just not life. That's not the world that we live in. But we can be content with the things that are around us and the people that are around us and find joy in it because God's calling us to care for other people in that time. So... Did you have something you wanted to add to that? Well, I feel I feel like you're preaching to me today. I'm not. I was not. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I because this, this is what I've been struggling with a lot uh -huh. lately. Um, all of those things that you say about desiring different jobs, like working at a job right now that I don't like. In order to listen, it was not like I was not intentionally. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I, doing that. <laughs> no, I know you were intentionally doing that, but that's the Holy Spirit working and working on my heart. You know, I've mm. just been been struggling a lot lately with just being content in uh, through you know, what God has for me right now. Not, I'm not, I'm not contentment. Just being, you know, burnout. Mm -hmm. Because when you're in the midst of doing something that is hard and lasts a long time and you and you know that God wants you there but it's just hard mm -hmm. you get burnt out yep 
and you need to be plugged back into the to the power source that that you know fills you back up again. Yep. And uh, sometimes when you're in the midst of the difficultness, um, it's hard to just hear something and have it change you immediately. Yep. And and say, okay, everything that you're saying here is good, um, but how do I apply it to my life? Because when you're in the midst of it mm. and, and you're waking up every day and you're doing something that is just the monotony of life and you're in a spot where it's difficult to do that, when someone says, well, you know, this is what you do to get out of it, you're like, okay, well, <laughs> that's good advice, but how do I apply it to my life? Put it, yeah, put it, how put do it I put it practice. into practice? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not looking outward it's looking inward mm-hmm. it's not saying okay well you know this person that's causing me grief or this job that's causing me grief is the problem no it's my relationship with god that's the problem it's realizing that hey everybody's got a job to do and everybody's got gifts and abilities and i'm going to use them for my glory and I could be asking you to do this, which is, hey, go leave your family and, and tra- travel somewhere. You know, give up mm. your life for me in, in in a way that's some grand example of a martyr that, you know, what whatever people yeah. have done through history in order to move God's kingdom forward. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you to, to work at this job. Um, that's what I'm asking you to do. Yeah. And it's not the job's fault. It's not, you know, the people you work with's fault. It's your own fault for putting your own desires and your own comfort ahead of what God has for me in my life. Yeah. And so it's a conversation that you have with God and it's, it's you getting on your knees and allowing, you know, the Holy spirit to come in and work on your, your heart or my, you know, my heart, right. Yeah. As you're going through this. Um, and then changing your perspective, not your circumstances, but your perspective. And so, <clears throat> that's what that's what needs to happen and and when you're in the midst of it it takes it takes uh i don't know the correct word for it it takes some gumption yep um to say all right i'm i'm going to change yeah. I'm it's going it's to- intentionality is, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was what I mean it's yeah. the same thing as you're saying there is 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 in the gumption I, I didn't but go ahead the forest gumption Forrest Gumption. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, it's just... How much Dayquil did you take? I took a lot. <laughs> no, I didn't take any Dayquil. Good. I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, um, so but, no, I've been I've been struggling just with... Sometimes stuff... You get into seasons in life where it's not just one thing that's going mm-hmm. on. It's kind of like a, it's like a pile. And so you got a pile of stuff going on and difficult situations and, and stuff happening. And you begin to lose lose track of important things um, and you become uncontent. You become, mm. you start looking at the circumstance. Discontent. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one you used in the first episode? I forget. Something. It was definitely it's wrong. Irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you start looking at your circumstance instead of looking at God's glory and God's purpose. And so it's it's a changing your perspective and in, in your in your in your eyes from outward to inward in what God's doing. Exactly. Yeah. And I listen. And this is not 
things. The thing is with with contentment is it's something that we're all struggling with. This is universal. Uh, I mean, not that every single person is like feeling that the same way that you're saying that you're feeling or saying that I'm the way that I'm feeling. But the truth is, it's a lot more common today than it ever was before, um, because of how how small our world is now. Yeah, you know, it's we can see what everybody else is doing. Um, we could, and we constantly we play the comparison game all the time. Yeah, um, in in hopes that hey, if that person can do it, uh, why can't I? You know, I. I, I struggle with this because there's guys that I look up to in in ministry. Like I, I've used, I've talked about him before, and I don't know him personally, but I, I watch him weekly. Is is Matt Chandler? I love watching Matt Chandler. Uh, you know, it's, uh, he he speaks a very similar way that I speak, not like in 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 heart and method. Yeah. Um, like I, I just see a lot of similarities. Um, with just how he presents the word and how I do it. And it's probably because I've, you know, basically trained myself on, on speaking based yeah. on, you know, messages that he's done, but it also becomes the comparison game. It's like, he became a senior pastor at the age of 27 yeah. of that church that has grown and grown yeah. and grown and grown and become bigger. And, you know, being a person that is driven and wants to achieve um, and doesn't want to wait for achievement. I'm like, I, I could do that, not on maybe even that level, but the, on, you know, on um, a smaller level, like I, I'm just as committed to the word of God. I, I'm yeah. just as, you know, I could get up in front of people and speak. That's not even a problem for me. Like, why am I not there? Why am I, Why can't I just do that? And that's not saying I'm trying to push anybody out of my way here like i I love my boss and uh he's a wonderful like that's not at all what i'm saying like i, I i'm not aspiring to do that right this second my whole my whole point here is that i'm not i'm in doing that i'm not waiting on god um to possibly take me there that might not even be god's plan for me in the long run i need to be content with what i'm doing right this second which is Am I blessing the hearts of the, the teenagers that I've been give, given responsibility of by pointing them to their one true savior and yeah. allowing them to experience that and grow in that and love that? And I'm like, I, I unfortunately, and I'll, I'll another confession is like, I've, I've kind of taken that for granted yeah. in a lot of ways. Cause it's just like, oh, that's just the thing I do until, you know, I get called up to the big leagues. Cause that's how youth pastor gets treated a lot of times. Um, Unfortunately, that's, I mean, that was definitely how it was presented. And I think that's how it was like instilled in me as, as even a, a teenager, like the church that I grew up in, the youth pastor was a youth pastor until he uh, was a senior pastor. Yeah. And that's how, that's how the, like the except, minor leagues. Yeah. It's, that's how it's felt. And that's how it got treated. It was like, I, I mean, so much, so far as people saying like, oh, when are you going to be a real pastor? Yeah. Well, that's really offensive. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, shepherding, shepherding here. Yeah. Um, but, but that once again, that's pride also getting in the way of something that God doesn't intend for there to be. Pr- like, you know, I should never be prideful about what I'm doing or what what I'm who I'm serving or anything like that. It's it's a matter of just doing the will of God and being grateful that He even asked me to do any of this. He's even called me to any of this. 
Um, but that that's been a struggle. Like that that's a struggle because I compare and we compare. We're looking at, you know, you're probably sitting there today if you're listening to this, because I know we have a lot of adults that listen to this, probably more adults than teenagers at this point. Um, but they, they're probably looking at their their employer or they're in Boston and like, I could do that. Yeah. I could do that better. And like and it's always and it's like and we get impatient, we get anxious because we're not achieving the our goals, our earthly goals that we just we feel entitled to. Um, because we see everybody else achieving. Why can't I? Well, the truth is like, sometimes we're not called, like, that's not what, where God needs us to be. God needs us to be right where we're at doing what we're doing to bless others that are around us in some way, shape or form. And that's sometimes it's a really difficult thing to just accept, Yeah. but we understand, we, but we also have to have the men- mentality that like, okay, the creator, the one that brought me into this world has given me a job. He's given me money. He's given me friends. He's given me family. He's given me people all around me. He's blessed me in so many ways. So if he's asking me to serve others and that's going to bring me some level of joy, maybe I should try that. (laughs) Maybe I should just do what's in front of me instead of thinking about or waiting for the next thing. Yeah. Because the next thing might be more difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've even had that conversation where it's like, okay, you, uh, I, you know, I aspire to something that I think is going to be, you know, that next step because, yeah. you know, that's how it was always presented. Like, you know, the youth pastor becomes a senior pastor and it's just a stepping stone kind of position. But in reality, it comes with a whole new level of responsibility because of the whole new level of, I'm sure, um, difficulty Yeah. Uh, where and people are going to expect so much more of you. And so much more of your public image and they're going to have higher, like they're going to take greater offense to the little things, you know, everything. It's going to be more difficult. Um, and that might be, you know, we might be wishing for something that is going to be, end up being way harder than what we ever expected it to be. Yeah. So let's be content where we are right now. Yeah. So we don't always get to see all the ins and outs of the next step. Right. You know, or, you know, figuratively speaking, not that it's always literal, but we always think the grass is always greener on the other side. That is just our mentality. Like we only see the good, like even in in the social media age that we live in, we're only ever seeing the good of people that are, you know, achieving. And I'm saying that within quotations, achieving their hopes and dreams. Yeah. When in reality, we're not seeing all of the ugly stuff the difficult stuff, the anxiety, the nervousness, all that that goes into sometimes being where they're at. We're only seeing the, you know, the 30 seconds of it's really good. And then it's like, no, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. This is miserable. Yeah. Um, And it's really difficult. And it comes with its own set of challenges. Let's be happy with where we're at right now. Do we have food in our stomachs? I mean, what was Paul talking about? I've, I've been, I've learned to be content when I have nothing and when I have everything. Yeah. Like the idea is not going for more, just being happy right where you're at right now. Right. It's a hard, it's, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to aspire to. And that's like, but is it possible? Yeah. Through what? Prayer and supplication, rejoicing in everything, allowing just rejoicing in everything that God gives us and recognizing that he's near to us and just saying, God, just point me to what you need me to do today. Yeah. And you'll find, you'll find contentment in that. Yeah. 
but stop worrying about tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next month and the next year because it's only going to bring more anxiety and more heartbreak ultimately. Just let God have have your day and every day going forward. And it will be better. Yeah. It will be. But it's going to take time. So take the time to get to know him. So do you have anything you wanted to add, Zachy? Uh, what, what, what minute marker are we? Oh, we're over a little 30, 37 minutes. (laughs) No, I, this is an important topic though. Yeah. Yeah. There, I think there's a one last angle to look at. Go ahead. Um, there's, there's times in our life where we are content, but we are not in a hurting place. Mm -hmm. Then there's, then there's other times in, in your life where you don't have contentment because you are in a bad place. You are in a place where, where you're hurting. Maybe something's going on. And those are the times where as, as someone, as your, as a person that's your friend or another Christian, it's their responsibility and our responsibility when we're not the ill person to be reaching out and helping mm-hmm. that person. Because mm-hmm. there, there's, there's fear when you, there, there's a, there's a problem if you're saying find contentment in all circumstances in the fact that there's some circumstances where contentment is um, unachievable because you're in you're in a place where you're for instance the yeah the good, Samaritan, an... the good Samaritan okay. story um, you got this person who's who's went through a traumatic thing he's been mm. he's been robbed he's laying on he's laying along beaten the side and of robbed the, beaten and robbed laying on the side of the road and who comes past it's the church people yeah i'm going to go on the other side and oh i'm going to pray for this person as i'm walking past mm-hmm. right yep be content in your you know you're going through a rough time be content in that right yep. because yep. christ can give you strength in in all in all circumstances <laughs> in all things yeah. um but who helps them it's the not church person. It's the Samaritan. He comes up and, and he meets that person's needs. And sometimes you might, if you're going through something, you might feel like you're just being run over by the church people that aren't, that, that's saying the nice things yeah, that, aren't point, really, that aren't really helping you. Yep. Because, you know, we know the answer. You can, you know, Christ will help you through this. Well, guess what? You're Christ in this instance, because you are the hands and feet of Christ. Yeah. And sometimes we can be on our know-it-all. I'm not, not saying you at all, but as a Christian, like as, as our attitudes towards people who are in going through difficult times that, yep. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to pray for you. And you know, Jesus is going to help you through this difficult time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's our job. Like yep. we are the hands and feet. Yep. And so, you know, Jesus makes that comp- comparison to the church people and, and using the person that they hate to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it would be like, well, I'm not going to give any sort of examples today, but it's the, think of some sort of cultural thing that's opposite that you're, yeah, of you're, the church. Yeah. And that's the person who Jesus is using as the hero of the story. Yeah. Right. Okay. You think, you think you guys are doing it right? Well, see this group of people over here that's hurting and you're just not praying for them or, or you're just praying for them and not helping them. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need to be helping them now so they can get to a point where they're out of that hole that they're in, and then they can praise God on the other side. Exactly. And this is where you know the Holy Spirit comes in and, and, and begins to allow them to be content in the difficult times. But there is a time when people need us to come in and, and meet needs. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's the full circle yeah. of the plan. It's like right. we can find contentment, but there's going to be times when we're broken and God's going to use other people to lift us up. Exactly. And I mean, but it... 
once again, it comes back to intentionality. Like we all have to be intentional about doing this because sometimes we're going to be the person on top and the other person's going to be the one that, that in need of help and then vice versa. Right. So it takes, it takes every bit of effort from every believer in every situation to do what God would call us to do in, in, in those things. Yeah. So I completely agree with you, Zach. Yeah. And, some, and sometimes in our contentment, then we become complacent. Oh, big time. Yeah. And it's so like, well, I'm not like that person right now. Thank, yeah. thank you, God, that I'm not in that position anymore. I'm yeah. going to keep moving, though, on my side of the road because I don't want to even think about no. that problem anymore. I, complacement and contentment are are not interchangeable. Yes. Like content means I'm doing the work and I'm constantly pushing forward to do the work. Complacement means I'm I'm here. Yeah. I'm here and I'll just... I'm I'm just going with the flow. Yeah, that's not being content. That's that's just like, man. Eh, we'll see see what happens. Like complacent is dangerous. Contentment is ideal. Yeah, complacency makes. Oh, us... complacent. I said complacent. Oh, I can't say words. That's all right. I'm the one who's on the cough syrup, Stephen. Your cough syrup fumes are in the air and they're <laughs> so... they're seeping into my pores, <laughs> and uh, it's confusing me. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> complacency is something that can happen at any time you know yeah. in, in our walk with god yes and it's something that we have to get ourselves out of contentment can lead to that and 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 um and also i don't know yeah so it's just fighting against the urge to seek contentment yep and being but being content yep there, there's a difference yeah because I, I sometimes, a lot of times, seek comfort mm. and contentment and put those two things together. Which is really complacency. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> it becomes that. Yeah. Yeah, because you seek the comfortable instead of the contentment. Yeah. Comfort, yeah. Contentment and comfort are not... Are, not, not, it's not the same. Yeah, they're not, they're, they don't necessarily go hand in hand. No. We seek comfort. Yeah, we want comfort, and comfort and contentment combined, I think, becomes complacency. I don't yeah. think it so, is. So, so we need like a math problem here. I yeah. think that's that's true. Yeah, because complacency then leads to us not helping the people that need it exactly, and not using the gifts that exactly. God's given us. It's just like I'm just I'm here, I'm now, and I'm I'm gonna put a smile on my face. That, yes, that's not. That's not being content. <laughs> that is complacency. You're just, right. You're just doing to do. And so that's what happens with the church is we seek our own comfort, mm-hmm. our own contentment. We put mm-hmm. that together and we become complacent and don't do the work that we're supposed to do. Exactly. So when we are, when we find contentment in things, mm-hmm. godly, when we find comfort in contentment and then become complacent, we become the Pharisee and the and the Levite who are walking down the road and not helping those who are in need because we are not using our gifts and abilities to follow. Exactly, God. exactly. So, uh, do everything that you can to be content with what God is calling you to do right now. Yeah, but never become complacent. Yeah, because complacency, like, you, you, there's no. Sometimes there's no coming back from it. Because once we become like complacent in what we're doing, it's like there's no more pu- pushing. Yeah, it's just I'm here. I'll push. I'll push the, the buttons on the keyboard to get through the day. I'm not gonna complain about it because I'm getting paid, yeah. and I'm gonna go home 
and do what I want. And that's that's not good. No. no. <laughs> that's not being content. Right. That that's not what that's not what you desire as a Christian. No. Right? And nothing's think, gonna nothing true is gonna get done. It's just it's literally just fast forwarding through your day. It's yes. like shutting your brain down and just doing what I have to do to get through my day. And that's I think where a lot of people struggle. That is. Is that. Because yep. we think we I'm we, not complaining about it, so Yeah. But yeah, that's that's still not good. That, yeah. Not complaining doesn't mean you're being intentional about your steps. Right. You know? So, yeah, be wise about what you do with every single day. Um, and don't get down on yourself about it. Just look to God, see what he needs you to do yes. throughout the moments of your day, the interactions that you have. Always be living for him and, and living, allowing, like Zach was saying, allow Christ to be your story in all things, Jesus is our story. He is our life. That doesn't mean we have to go around preaching to people, but we live like he would have lived. Yes. We imitate him in a lot of ways. Yes. In your contentment, you find your purpose to live like Christ. Yeah, exactly. In your contentment, do not find your comfort and complacency to do your own thing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we hope this has been helpful. I've, I've really enjoyed this talk. It's been on my heart a lot lately. I know it's been something that you and I both struggle with, and I'm sure it's it's a universal struggle. Um, so if we could ever be of any more help to our listening audience, please reach out. Yeah. Uh, we'd be happy to talk to you or pray for you. Um, but for Zach and Steve, have a podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. And we'll talk to you next time. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.